So hello and a warm welcome to our next episode in our What Property series of PCS Pods. I'm Kate Forsdyke and I'm a Director of PCS Legal and today I'm joined by the lovely Leslie Reeves of SLR Wealth and today we're going to talk about investing in property for the first time. So welcome Leslie. Hello. Thank you for coming in today. So when do you think is a good time to start investing in property? Well I would say any time. Yeah. Uh, I started investing in property in 1979, so uh, you know the last sort of 44 years, I've been investing all the time. Yeah. Uh, even you know when people probably weren't thinking of investing in property. Mm-hmm. So you know I think really that there's never a, a right or wrong time to invest in property. It's whenever it's right for the person okay. that's doing it for their circumstances. So any time is a good time to invest in property. Any time, brilliant. So if you were looking at, say, purchasing your, your first investment property, what do you think would be a better option, a, a leasehold or a freehold property? Well, it all depends on your strategy. Um, and, it, and it all depends, if you are considering leasehold, the term of the lease, yeah. you know, the ground rent, maintenance charges, and is if that stacks up from a, a sums and figures point of view as to whether that's the right investment for you as a leasehold. Okay. It's usually flats that are leasehold. Yeah. Um, and I have some clients who will only invest in in apartments. Right. Um, uh, but again, it's it, it's it's because it, it suits them in their strategy because you know any grounds or anything are maintained. Um, so it's least amount of work for them. So I don't have to, to think maintain. about it too much. That's right. Whereas with freeholds, of course, you you, you don't have the concern of a term of a lease um, or any of the extra costs to pay. So both have benefits, massive benefits, and it's about whether, um, the fig- again, the figures stack up and where you feel your money is invested most comfortably, leasehold or freehold. Okay. So do you think it's better to get like an older property that needs a bit of work um, to do up or maybe a newly built one so you don't have to worry too much? Um, again, it does all depend on strategy. Um, older properties that need some work can add value. To the okay. property, um, if you look for the worst house in the best street, for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's best to be guided because you could see a property that is very neglected and in need of modernisation for a very low sum of money, say £60,000, for example. Yeah. Um, in the north of the country, uh, you could spend 15, 20 grand doing it up, but it might only still be worth 60 yeah, because of where it is and what it is. Of course. So yeah. if you are going down the renovation route, then again, it's best to be guided that you're buying in the right area and that you're, you will, your property will increase in value because you have um, uh, renovated it. Okay. Uh, whereas a new build or a, new, a new, newer property, if it's within the 10-year um, warranty, then that will save you spending money on it. Yeah. So a new property means that at the beginning, you probably won't need to pay out so much money. Okay. Um, but again, you may wait longer. Yeah, because you're buying, you're kind on. of buying a premium, aren't you? Really, for a newly built property. Yeah. So yeah. So just it will all depend again um, on on your strategy. But if you are looking at renovating a property, um, you need to be careful of, of who you employ to renovate that. So if you are in the business anyway, building business, and you trust tradespeople, then it could be a great investment. If you don't. And again, you know, you need to be guided on who to use to renovate your property. Yeah, no, that's good advice. So what do you what properties do you feel make the most money really? It's properties that are held long term. 
make okay. the most money, both capital growth wise and income wise, too. Um, regardless of what's going on in the property market, you hold your property for a very long time. Yeah, so, so I'm talking 10, 15, 20, yeah, 10, 15, 20 years. They're the properties, regardless of where they are, really, that will make the most money okay. over a longer period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so if I was looking for a property to buy, um, would it be easier to get one near to where I live to make it easier to manage or is there much risk if I go further afield to get more property for my money? I think when people are considering buying property, they need to consider it as a business. Of course. And and not to be emotionally involved in it, emotionally connected to it, but some people are. And it's, it's, it's easy to, to do that and, and quite natural to do that. So people will tend to buy a property near where they are so they could just pop around and keep an eye on it. Mm. But it's not necessary really to do that. If you're buying a property that someone else is going to live in, as long as it's in the right place and it attracts the right sort of tenant and it's a good investment money-wise and money stack up, um, it, it really should be anywhere. It doesn't need to be yeah. sort of around the corner to where to where you live okay um so the risk of going further afield as you say is it that can be avoided uh of any risk it's just a risk of you're not getting there if something needs to do but then you if you have it managed anyway if it's not on on you know on your doorstep um you, you've got someone else looking after it anyway you don't need to be around the corner to it um so i, I would say no i don't think so okay yeah so do you think it's advisable to get a managing agent involved to deal with the tenants and any repair works or do you think it's more cost effective to do this yourself? Um, I believe that if you are a new landlord, then it's always wise to employ uh, a, a managing agent. Okay. Because they are experts in managing properties and you True. may not be. True. So with regards to cost effective it may be more cost-effective to get a managing agent in rather than you looking after the property yourself. Definitely, If you've yeah. not done it. Also, you know, you don't want to be the one that's called at 2 o'clock in the morning because, you know, the boiler's broke down. No, so again, that would be fun, would it? <laughs> so, it's, again, it's looking at it as a business and and seeing the managing agent as part of your team okay. in your business to manage and look after um, your property. Okay. And they really um, are not that expensive from personal experience, not expensive at all. No, I suppose once initially everything's set up and ready to go, it's probably quite easy to maintain really, isn't it? So. Yeah, it, yeah it, it will be. And again, it's all down to the property, making sure that you've got a property that's, um, you know, that's, in, that's in very good condition anyway. Yeah. And there's very little maintenance works to do. But obviously if you hold the property long term, which we always encourage, then there, are, there will be things to do. And also, you know, there's the tenant needs to be considered and looked after. But I, I always think it's best to get an agent to do that for you. Yeah. Because that's that's their field. That's what they're experts in, as long as they're reputable. And I think also, as you said, it takes the emotion out of it for for yourself as well, doesn't it? Yeah. So you're not you're not emotionally involved in it and getting those calls at two in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. So how can I make the most money on my first property investment? Um, again, the best way is to hold it long term. Yeah, so long term, long term, Yeah, it is. Is that's the way you're going to make the most money? Yeah, you know, you know, regardless. 
Um, but there is also the the strategy of of renovation. So if you're limited on on budget um, to you know to buy your first property, but again you have the right team around you yeah. of where to buy, what to buy, and and the tradespeople to renovate. Okay. Then to grow your capital the fastest, so the money that you put in would be probably to do a renovation property. Okay. But again, it's it, it's easy to say. You've got to have the right team around you. you yeah, your, definitely. And, and you have to be guided. You have to be working with people that know which property to buy so that you're assured of buying a property that you are going to make money on the fastest. But, again, I would always say the most money you'll ever make on a property, whether it's your first or your last, is to hold it long term. Yeah, okay, brilliant. So what sort of tax implications will there be when investing in property? Um, well, that does all depend, um, again, if it's held within a, a limited company or whether you hold it personally. But the first tax implication with investing in a, a property, which would, if it was a second property that you owned, yeah, um, is, of course, the 3% and tax stamp duty. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. favoured the three percent yeah. stamp duty tax. So again, it's just taking that into consideration as an additional cost, um, but see it as an investment, um, or depending on you know how much you get the property for, just allow for it as part of the investment. That's how how I always see it. But with regards to tax, um, your it will depend on your tax status and whether holding properties in a limited company is better for you tax-wise, so why yeah. you're not paying so much tax. Um, but again, it all depends whether you want to build a portfolio, whether you just want to hold a couple. One-off, so it yeah. depends really on the person, really, that's investing. Yeah, it does, yeah. But always get tax advice from a property tax expert, um, as well as maybe your accountant. Uh, your accountant okay. will is obviously a tax expert, but they may not specialise in property tax. Yeah, so and, it's important the, to look for that person. Yeah, and the consequences of holding a property in personal name or in a limited company, property tax expert will know the difference. Brilliant. Okay, so what do you think are the risks involved in property investment? Um, as with any investment, really, there are many risks if you're not guided and supported yeah. by property specialists, by property experts. If you've never invested before in a second property for investment, um, you would not know uh, the pitfalls. Yeah. So by working with a company that can uh, that has done the research and due diligence um, and has good contacts for sourcing properties, for... Um, for tax implications, um, for good tradespeople, good letting agents. Um, if you surround yourself with those type of people, then the risks are much, much lower. Yeah. But I think the, the, the greatest risk with buying property is going in without knowing really what you're doing. Right, okay. So and really do your homework before yeah. you start thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's many things that you can find on the internet, and all that, but if as long as you've got the time to do it, obviously, cool site visit, um, 
all of those, all of that will reduce the risks of a the property you're buying um, not increasing in value um, or, or not being able to attract the right sort of tenant because your your tenant will be a, a big risk as well if the property you buy is not in an area that attracts good tenants yeah. um, that are reliable. Okay. Well, that's especially then if you're looking for properties further away, then you should go and visit the areas to make sure um, they'll be better for the tenants anyway. Yeah. So what do you think are the benefits of investing in property, and especially at the minute, because there's a lot of, obviously, the interest rates and everything on mortgages has gone up and everything, so it's probably put people off investing in property. So what do you think the benefits are, especially at the minute, of, of making those investments? Well, properties have many, many investment, uh, many benefits. Um, investing in property, um, and it, it's about really whether it's whether it suits your circumstances and the other plans that you have. Um, but all throughout the forty odd years that I've been investing in property, I've always found a benefit in it, and yeah. it's always. And it's always seen us through financial security. Um, it's just making sure that you're taking whatever's going on in the marketplace into consideration. Okay. But the massive benefits of property, again, held long term. And if you're buying now, even though interest rates are higher than they were, tax legislation is, is bigger, is, is the fact that it will provide a passive income. Yeah. Um, it will has the potential for capital growth, again, if it's bought property in the right area yeah. you can pull out equity so as that grows over the years you can pull that money out because it is yours it's your property so you would pull that money out like you would from a bank account for example yeah which can be used for your family for your children to set your children up in property see them through university yeah um you know to support family members um it will give you financial support throughout your life but that's what it's done for us. Yeah. You'll leave a legacy for your children. So even if you don't pull the money out to support them, if you pass, yeah. when you pass, you leave it to your kids. It yeah. supports them. Um, and you can do repeat investment to diversify your portfolio and also to invest in other things, okay. not just property, because a, a, a portfolio should include different assets. Yeah. Um, not just property, but the property will be the the stabilising asset yeah. in any portfolio. And when I say repeat investment to diversify, I mean you can pull money out to then buy further property so that yeah, you're not course. just relying on one property yeah. uh, to provide all those things for you. So the, the benefits are massive. And um, and again, as long as the numbers stack up, there's, there's no reason to not do it while interest rates are a bit higher. Okay. Or tax legislation changes, or there's more tax, or whatever. You just take take it into consideration. Yeah. If the numbers stack up. If the numbers work out, then it will always be a benefit. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much. You've, you've definitely given us some great advice there, um, especially um, if you, you know, I can imagine it's a bit daunting looking for your second property if you don't know what you're doing. So, yeah, you've definitely given us some good advice there. So thank you very much for for coming in today. Thank you, Kate, for having me.